yes, I had an assistant that was helpful for me up there and mm. um, co- it compensated her generously for her time, but I did not have the salon manager. I did not have the salon coordinator. I didn't have a staff. Mm-hmm. So technology became my staff in the process of me making that huge transition to a new state. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. What is it that comes to mind for you? If I was to ask you, how much you embrace tech, that's technology, in your beauty business. Go ahead. I'll wait a moment. What is it that comes to mind? It's a really interesting question, isn't it? And one that I'm exploring today with my special guest, and in particular, how tech can actually help you get back your time and boost your revenue in simple and surprising ways. Before we dive into the episode today, though, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook. It's called The Seven Day Booking Boost, and that's exactly what it is. Well, it's actually that and a whole lot more. It's basically a framework for quite simply leveling up your beauty business in just 15 minutes a day. The initial result of that being more bookings for you, and you'll start to see results inside of just seven days. But the longer you do it for, the bigger the results you're going to get. Now, it's brand new. It's brand new edition. It's rather beautiful. And it's specifically designed for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. It contains a very simple, easy three-step process that'll take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your effectiveness, an increase in your connection with your clients and an amplification of all your marketing efforts, which in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and even a lot more sales as well. So if you want a very short, effective checklist that's full of delightful humor and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost and download your copy today. Good day to you, Adam Chatterley here, and I'm coming to you from a dark, cold, extremely soggy day in the United Kingdom, having just been out for the very first indoor coffee drinking experience outside of my house that I've had in well over a year. Honestly, coffee never tasted so good. Actually, I'm curious, what was the first out in the world commerce experience that you've had that was an indoor outing? If that is something that you're still allowed to do wherever you are. Um, Was it a bar? Was it a shop? Or like me, did you make a beeline for the local coffee place? Interested to find out. Let me know. Anyway, as keen as we all are to get back to business and to see people in person and to almost kind of leave 
leave the tech alone a little bit. We've obviously had to rely on it a great deal over the last uh, year or so. There's no doubting, there's no getting away from the fact that technology has helped us immensely over that period of time to stay connected with our friends and with our colleagues and with our clients and with our businesses. A lot of the time it's helped us keep doing business when we weren't actually able to physically see people and perform treatments and things like that. But what other ways are there potentially that we can keep using tech or use new and interesting and different types of technology, be that software, be that equipment, be that all sorts of things? What other ways can we potentially use that to help our businesses? And that question is exactly what led me to uh, this conversation that I'm having and sharing with you today on the podcast. Now, I'm joined today by Tracy Fatarchek, who is an amazing hair salon owner uh, from the States. And she got in contact with me because she wanted to share her story. She has a number of times relocated her entire life and her entire business. And at one point, she was running two different businesses from two different locations, nine hours drive apart, and not able to keep the same products and services and area um, that you would normally necessitate with running two businesses in two different locations. And at the time, she was sort of forced to lean very heavily into using technology to help fill some of those holes, plug some of those gaps and make everything work for her. And the great thing is, is she never stopped. So every time she moved again, every time she shifted something in her business, the first place she turned was technology to make it all work. And the great news is, is that over the last 12 months, Tracy once again turned to technology and she'll talk more about this in the conversation um, to keep her business going and to keep paying her team and to keep paying her staff and actually to grow her business over that period of time, which is amazing. So without further ado, let me introduce you to and listen in on the conversation that I had very recently with Tracy. Uh, so I want to welcome to the show today, Tracy Fatarchek. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Yeah. I hope I got your name right there. We did just have a little you lesson. Did. <laughs> and uh, as you pointed out, we got on the call, we got the green shirt memo. So, uh, <laughs> so we got that going on. Don't you love that, Adam? <laughs> I do. We didn't coordinate. Promise we didn't coordinate. But yeah. hey, it's all about the green today. We're all very feeling very spring, I imagine. Cool. So we are talking today about embracing tech in the beauty industry, something that's very, very close to your heart. Yeah, I love technology, which is funny because I'm a Gen Xer. So you would think that I'm not part of the technology fan. But what I found over the years is that Technology is a vehicle to make things easier and yes. not just in your personal life, but absolutely in your business life. And Completely. the beauty industry, I think, has been waiting for it. Yeah, we've, we've been very slow to adopt a lot of technology. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always loved technology myself. And good side, I kind of get it. And, you know, I, I'm happy to adopt things like that. Downside, anything breaks in the family that plugs into a wall or has the word computer <laughs> near it. And it's straight on the phone to Adam. Can you, I've got a new iPhone. Can you can you come and I'm like, oh no. Yes. Uh, the yeah. learning curve or the um when something breaks down, it is there's a bit of a learning curve um yeah. trying to get everything back online again. And I still have a level of frustration. Um I have little patience. So um <laughs> when it's working really well, I love it. 
but when it's um, breaking down or we're having challenges with it, it tends to be, well, let's, why can't we just control all the wheat like we yeah. used to do? <laughs> Should we just turn it off? Yeah. And, and there's like things now, like you, the latest iPhone, I mean, you can't really turn it off. No, <laughs> like, exactly. I, I actually had to, mine was doing something weird the other day and I, I needed to turn it off. I knew it was the only thing that was going to do it. I had to Google how to turn off my iPhone. Oh, I mean, how ridiculous is that? <laughs> exactly. So why have they why they have the smart bars in the stores? <laughs> yeah, so you can just go and go. I need to turn this off, and I don't know how. And I know that sounds stupid, but please help me. So yeah. So and anyone who's got a modern iPhone, volume up, volume down, hold down the power key. That's how you turn it off. There you oh, go. that's awesome! A bit of <laughs> I love it. All right, back to what we're talking about today. Um, and now, Tracy, what would be great is if we could get a little bit of your backstory so we understand exactly kind of where you're coming at this from. So could you give us a bit of a, a potted history of Tracy? Absolutely. Thank you, Adam. Um, so my name is Tracy Fatacek. I'm actually a 30-year veteran in the beauty industry. Um, and I've pretty much held every position. I actually went to university first for a business and marketing degree and realized that that was not what I wanted to do, that I wanted to be a beauty professional. And so I went into the business on the salon coordinator management side of things. So I look at the business a little bit differently than just a creative aspect. I look how to be um, creative in building and scaling a business. Nice. And um, being born and raised in Anchorage, Alaska, um, I spent a lot of time with my family of entrepreneurs and I found an amazing salon that had a husband as the stylist and the wife as the business owner, uh, meaning on the front end of things. And so they both were very generous with their information and coached me and mentored me in many ways. And then as life has taken on, I've made four major moves across the country to locations where I didn't have friends and I didn't have family. And so I had to rebuild my business every single time I went somewhere new. And um, what ended up happening with that is that as technology started scaling, I realized how build it, I could build it faster, mm -hmm. stronger, and smoother if I actually was able to get out of my own way and incorporate the tools and systems that are available to all of us. So true. So true. I mean, it's, it's, business is all about systems. And I think we're all realizing that now. And I think there are human systems and yeah. paper-based systems and and everything but technology now should mean that those systems that we've maybe already had but haven't necessarily called them systems should be easier to kind of spread out and and share amongst everyone in our yes. business cool. we, we all carry a computer now so that's what the iphone and the android is so if we carry the computer with us it means we have access to whatever we need wherever we are in the world as long as we have good wi-fi <laughs> plus if you ever run into your like high school maths teacher who told you that you weren't always going to have a calculator in your pocket. You can just kind of wave it in their face and go, yeah, check this out. Cool. Exactly. Great point. So that's your, that's your backstory. Now we've, uh, we've recently started doing this thing where I'm going to throw some quick fire questions at you just for fun. So we can kind of dig under the surface and get to know Tracy a little bit more. So number one, and feel free to pass on any of these. They're just a bit of fun. Um, so number one, what is your favorite quote? Mm, that is a good one. Um, I think it comes from uh, John Paul DeJoria and it's success un unshared is failure. And we nice. are going to reach a point, I believe, and this was shared with me by my mentor, um, JP, as well as my original mentor. And I feel it so much now is you're going to reach a point in your career where it's time for you to give away everything that's been given to you. And uh, 
it didn't resonate with me in the beginning. I was mm. just really grateful that they gave the information away to me. And then now that I'm in the position of the business owner with people that I mentor, I now realize that I can't take this with me. It's important to send out more powerful, potent members of the beauty community at the end of the day. And so that's where the share of the information comes from. That's a good one. That's a new one on me. That's quite a deep one. These are supposed to be fun questions. Okay, <laughs> I'm a cool. Deep. <laughs> let's let's lighten it up a bit. Best chocolate bar in the world. I am just an old-fashioned Hershey milk chocolate gal at cool. the end of the day. <laughs> I like that. What is one beauty product you can't live without? Oh, this is actually a new discovery. It's Ooh. a clean beauty product. Um, KPS Essentials is the brand. And it was invented by actually a rocket scientist and an esthetician. And yeah, I know. And I am absolutely positively in love with their um, vitamin C serum. It's, and I've never been one to utilize multiple steps of products. And mm -hmm. I've been utilizing it for, gosh, three months now. And it's an easy system, but I just, the, the response to my skin has been amazing. Nice. Okay. That's a good one. Sticking with that theme then, what is the best spa or beauty treatment you've ever had? <laughs> okay. Does Botox count? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Whatever you want. If it's had the best um, results for you, made you feel good, that'll do for me. Yeah, absolutely. I started getting the number 11 and I held off forever and ever. And I'm not afraid to share my age. I'm actually 51. I'll be 52 this year. Wow. And so I never, great genetics, stayed out of the sun. So sunscreen probably is the second most favorite um, cool. beauty product. Um, but Botox just took the edge off the number 11s between my eyes. So that way I don't look angry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> There are, there are estheticians all over the world now wishing they could tap the screen to like you saying that uh, SPF is your, <laughs> one of your favorite things. And final one of these, you know, what is the, uh, since we've all been a bit travel limited recently, what's one place you've been dreaming about visiting when all the travel stuff gets back to normal? So this is a really great question because um, I had a goal to hit all 50 states by the time I was 50 years old. Okay. And I only had two states left. They were on the dock when things started closing down stateside in the U.S. So those two states, Maine and Rhode Island. Okay. And then also, um, just before that, I started really venturing into Europe and fell in love with traveling over there. And so I really, truly want to get to London um, okay. because I've flown, flown through, but I've not visited. Cool. So. Uh, Sticking with that for a second, then in Europe, where's where's kind of the the place that stands out most for you that you have been? Greece. Oh, well, okay. I fell in love with Greece. I fell in love with the people of Greece, um, the culture, the the food, the oh, um, history. The food. Hell yeah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Greece. I think the food. Yeah, totally. I'm with you. Right. Enough of that. Let's get into the topic today. So. Um, embracing tech in the beauty industry is what we're, what we're talking about. And what do you find when you, when you talk to people about this, where do you find their brain tends to go? What do they think of first? Mm, I think they automatically think of social media. Okay. I think that they don't, um, that when I speak to people, a lot of times that that's where they think that technology is in business and, um, or they think of these, um, monstrous booking systems. And right. they're like, oh, I don't want to book a system, a booking system. I don't want to release the control. Um, or they have tech, or they have questions about how can you utilize social media to integrate it into your business to help your business grow and flourish. And 
yes, a booking system is wonderful and it takes Mm -hmm. your hands off of things. And yes, social media is wonderful because it can curate brand new customers and brand awareness. But at the same time, there's so much in between Mm. that is just so incredibly untapped. And if we can just, like I said before, just get out of our own way and be willing to see the opportunities before us. Um, I always say to my team, the inches of success are all around us. So it's our responsibility to step a little to the left, a little to the right, forwards or backwards and find those pieces of success. I love that. Ah, These quotes are coming thick and fast. Um, (laughs) So what does tech mean to you in the beauty industry? What's, What's the things that have really kind of, I guess, shifted the needle big time for you when it came to tech and and your journey? You know, so how it was kind of like, again, happenstance to Mm. infusing technology. Um, With all of my moves, I slowly started integrating texting and marketing, email marketing. And then obviously a booking system was like the number one piece. But uh, about eight years ago, I moved from Minnesota to Illinois. They are not side by side states. They um, there's about seven hour drive in between. <laughs> say, for anyone not geographically uh, minded. <laughs> exactly. So to and then what happened was when I moved to Illinois, I didn't have a clientele, and I was building here. But my clientele and my business was still sitting in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right. So I would travel back every five weeks to work on these guests. Well, at that point in time. I needed to find a way to communicate with my assistant up there, to communicate with my product distribution team, as well as to communicate, number one, priority with the consumers. Mm. Yes, they were pre-scheduling. That's where the booking system came in. So I knew what my time was going to be like with them. But the salon I was traveling back to, I wasn't keeping a color bar or products sitting in the building. I was bringing them back and forth every time. Well in a travel in a small compact car there's only so much you can take so i had to utilize my booking system my email marketing system text messaging and social media to essentially pre-sell everything to my clients before i even showed up in the building um because time is money and i didn't want to spend that extra time having to um tell them no i don't have it or yes i do have it and then we have money's left over in that retail or that tube of color at the end of the day so do you think that experience being in in two places and having sort of being forced to embrace uh some form of technology kind of leapfrogged you a little bit oh Absolutely. Yes. Because I had to figure out, I was still trying to build a business here. So in trying to build a business here, I needed something that streamlined my efforts, that I could push a couple of buttons and pre-plan and then allow that system or that technology to do all the work for me. Because also, if we think about it, yes, I had an assistant that was helpful for me up there and Mm. um, it compensated her generously for her time. But I did not have the salon manager. I did not have the salon coordinator. I didn't have a staff. Mm -hmm. So technology became my staff in the process of me making that huge transition to a new state. And I did that for an entire year. So for 12 months. It was amazing. I was three days behind the chair, 10 clients a day. My assistant worked really hard. I super appreciated her. Um, At the end of it all, when the 12 months were completed, I was able to actually create a professional pass-off of that clientele to her 
So there was major benefits for Mm -hmm. her as well. And there was major benefits for me because at the end of the day, business is personal in the beauty industry. I'm sorry, we can say it's not, but I cared about what happened to my assistant and I cared about what happened to those customers. So it was definitely helpful in that way. That's amazing. So, because I think a lot of people get, um, you know, we all, we all to some degree struggle with technology. We all to some degree know we need to embrace it in our businesses, but I think we can get a little bit complacent when we're in one place because we, we tend to fill the gaps with ourselves or with our time or with some more money or with whatever. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have that opportunity option there. You were just like, this has got to work. I've got to find a tool that's going to make this work for me. So you just had to get it done and then yes. rely on it. And I, I mean, at the end of the day, money was a major motivator for me. The sure. money I made up there um, was funneled into building something here. And so, which is why I took 12 months to do it because I wanted to ensure that I was secure in starting up and launching and building a salon here in the state of Illinois. And so it's, it really helped track everything. It, what it also allowed me to know is that these clients were waiting every five weeks to receive this service with me. I didn't, I I had to turn people away. I didn't, I wasn't building a clientele, but I had to turn people away. So that allowed me to understand. And this is where I think sometimes in this industry, we don't realize it that, oh, well, that's cold. If we just send an email, it's cold. If we just send an SMS text system to them, no, the client actually appreciated it and it deepened And it also streamlined their experience so much that it was really, I was always on their mind. It was a 360 experience. They thought of me before, during, and after the service, which was amazing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and it all comes down to using technology to communicate them on their terms. So you may have felt like, oh, well, I'd love to give them a call, but that might not have been a convenient time for them. So a text message to them, much more convenient. So I'm loving that. So that was kind of the, the first time you really kind of relied on technology to to drive yeah. your business. Has there been kind of other step changes since? Has there been a, any other times that you've kind of gone, well, here's a big lump of technology that can help me move forward? So what's Absolutely. the next, what's another one of those? <laughs> so when I built my salon here and um, actually purchased the salon, I ripped out the front desk and we did what we call chairside check-in. So we had iPads and the customer actually didn't spend, we only had like two chairs in the waiting room. The customer, Mm -hmm. when they came in was swept to the chair. So it was completely chair side check-in and check out. So consultation was in the chair. Well, the consultation, if everything's happening in the chair, there's no awkward, here's the three products I recommend. (laughs) Um, Let me know which two you would like. No, it was all taken care of. And then my concierge team would how that would work out is they would actually come to the chair and while the customer was getting the blowout that's when the concierge team would state of the items that tracy's utilized on you today which ones would you like for me to pack up for you to take home so it turned into from a retail conversation into a refill conversation yeah and it it didn't keep this receptionist team behind the desk It made us all integrated. And what I also shared with my team is that every member of the team, even if you're, I don't want to say just a hairstylist, but you know what I mean? Whatever position you had on the team, stylist, manager, receptionist, owner, you're responsible for the flow of the entire environment. So everybody was trained on how to do a chair side check-in and check-out. 
And that what that did is that created people, customers loyal to the brand. And we know that if they're loyal to the brand, then many hands create lighter lifting. And so therefore the business scales. And what that's my proudest moment is when I actually hit the seven figure salon business mark, just simply by changing the perception of everything. So that's really interesting because that's, that's absolutely turning on its head. What most people who would be fearful about using more tech in their businesses would say, they'd probably say, oh, it's, it depersonalizes everything. It, it, It takes that connection away. Whereas you actually, you actually use tech to create a stronger in salon personal connection with your yeah. with your people because there was no kind of hi come through the door right go and sit in the waiting area it was come on through let's take care of you let's let's bring everything to you rather than no you go where we tell you and wait, <laughs> wait right. for us Kathy. exactly <laughs> and it's, thank you for saying that Adam because what's interesting is that when I started sharing with some individuals that I removed this, the front desk and started doing this. I took a lot of flack and um, from big people in the industry that were like, mm, I don't know if I like that idea. I mean, what's going to happen? And it's the, the manager doesn't sit on their chair behind the desk, front desk. They're out wandering and walking and helping with beverages and moving product around and even the team, we shared stations. So nobody had a specific space because they were all employee-based salon. I will mm-hmm. be honest there. Mm-hmm. So we all shared. So it didn't matter if you were running late, there was always one extra chair available to move a guest into, get them draped, give them their beverage, have their magazines laying out, all of these things. So it was the client always felt like they were constantly moving. And that's, I will be honest, I stole that from amusement parks because if you notice amusement parks, you start in this line and then mm-hmm. you walk through and then you go to this line and then you walk through. And the next thing you know, you've been in line for 45 minutes. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like you are. Yeah. And that's what nice. also technology allows us to do. Mm-hmm. So, and you can do simple things if you cannot afford to invest like full force into technology. Um, and especially now when we want to be careful of all the touch points in the building. Mm-hmm. Having you can clean and sanitize an iPad or some sort of technology, right? So yep. actually having a gallery on an iPad that shows the work of the stylist they're seeing, or maybe services um, that you want the consumer yeah. to upgrade for. Yeah, no, absolutely. There was a conversation going on in a group I saw here the other day um, about whether uh, whether to reintroduce magazines into salons given the the touch points and everything like that and uh i can't remember how but i'd come across a company a while ago that essentially put the magazines onto an ipad for you so you know like you say it's much easier to sanitize an ipad than it is a whole magazine so you still get the experience but you're embracing that tech plus you don't have to there's no wastage they're just updated automatically for you all of these great things so there's all these tiny ways that tech can can do what we've always done but do it better right Interestingly, so you got some flack from the people in the industry for for getting rid of the front desk. How was it initially perceived by your clients? They actually enjoyed it because they it it felt like they were sitting at your home in a chair. Mm-hmm. It was, but there was training. Many times when that cape comes off, customers will boom and run straight to the <laughs> front desk and the front door because they're like, "I got to get out of here." <laughs> and I feel that's where the retail side is missed out and the rescheduling side is missed out. So what the clients, you do have to coach them and, you know, 
go ahead and wait right here. We're going to go ahead and get your receipt for you and everything ready. But mm -hmm. they still have the cape on. And as long as that cape sits on, that consumer is a captive audience. And as soon as the cape comes off, then they, and they love being able to take the cape off and walk out of the building. Um, and you know, the cape is like a huge reveal, right? So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's giving permission to move. It's like, no, you're mine. Whilst that's still on you, <laughs> you will exactly. follow my process. <laughs> Only when I release you from your cage of cape, can you leave <laughs> the building? Adam, <laughs> that's awesome. I've not uh, heard that. I might steal that. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Welcome. Welcome to it. And then, so, and I know then last year, given everything that we happened, you again turned to technology to keep your business going, keep yeah. paying your staff. So tell us about that. So it was interesting. I sold that um, salon and I had the concept for a on-location mobile app. Mm -hmm. which is not a unique process. But what was nice is that I understood how to create a digital experience that was um, very um, palatable to a consumer. And so we'd been actually for four years um, doing um, on-location hairstyling and makeup services okay. for um, executives and special occasions. When everything closed down in what I call the pause, um, what happened was we had many of our customers still reaching out that maybe were um, frontline workers that still needed their hair and makeup and all of these pieces to be taken care of. Or they were executives that were on Zoom calls consistently. Mm -hmm. So there was there's still a, a portion of the community that wasn't just sitting at home waiting to go back to work. Yeah. And appearance was important. So they had actually reached out. The phone was still ringing of, well, what do I do for this? And how do I do that? And that's when I realized, wait, there's something here. And mm. then that's when I created and launched the Pretty Set Go Digital Beauty Box. And it's all of our services that we offer on location um, in a nine by nine by three inch box. And it's delivered. The customer chooses what they like. It's delivered to their home. And then they just scan the QR code and one of the team will meet them in a virtual world um, in um, our telebeauty portal, which is through my app. And then that's where they can actually teach them like what the products are in the box, mm -hmm. how to properly utilize them. And that's the other thing that beauty brands and beauty professionals struggle with sometimes is that when you're working on a customer and you do not see them again for five weeks, we haven't really taught them how to get to the bottom of the bottle. No. So implementing a digital virtual world, it, we're teaching them not only how to get to the bottom of the bottle, but how to efficiently get to the bottom of the bottle. Yeah. And it's been so great because I didn't have to let go of a single team member. I was able to still continue to pay them throughout the pandemic and the close down here stateside. And what's been phenomenal is we're back now and things are growing numbers month over month when it comes to the Pretty Convenient app. But then for the Pretty Set Go subscription boxes, considering I did a hard launch last year, mm. we again, same thing. We're just growing numbers by numbers every month. That's amazing. That is, I, I love that. I love that story that, you know, tech has come and helped you at various stages. And now you've kind of gone kind of all in and, uh, yes. and, and it's rewarding you again. So congratulations on that. I think, I think it's incredibly innovative and I love the way that you've used that to, to, like you say, keep your staff, keep paying people and, and keep looking after people as well through, through that period yes. of time. And keeping connections with your consumers is huge. Mm. And that's even 
when if anybody is still living in a part of the world that is closed down or their working is um, limited, our customers still do want to hear from us. And then Absolutely. also what we do know is that even customers, again, like I was catapulted eight years ago to learn how to use technology to build a business, keep it going, right? That's what the pandemic did to all of us. That's what yeah. this last year did. But not just us as the beauty professionals, it did it to our customers as well. Um, I think the latest is that um, subscription box or online purchasing e-commerce grew mm. by, and it's sitting, I believe it's at $26 billion just oh last year There's, in e-commerce. You can, you can subscribe to anything now. <laughs> I get, like, I don't anymore, we stopped it, but for a period we were getting like dishwasher tablets on subscription and... You know, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> toilet roll on subscription. It's it's like you know, you name it. I'm sure there's a subscription service out there for it. So, absolutely, why not beauty? Why not beauty at home? Why not all these different things? So, amazing, um, Tracy. So, if there was kind of from your experience in the beauty industry with technology, are there like any top tech tips that you can can give out in terms of how? I don't know if we can do this kind of generally or generically, how your experience with technology has gone and how someone who's maybe a bit fearful of it can dip their toe in the water a little bit. Absolutely. I think that um, first and foremost, no matter whether or not you are utilizing technology or not, um, you need to capture your customers' emails and you need mm -hmm. to capture their phone numbers. Start there. Start with an email drip campaign. Just putting together something in Canva or utilizing any of the great little fun apps out there to build something really pretty and send them an email just once a week to let them know what's going on with you, what's going on with your business and opportunities within there beyond the um, email confirmation that so yes. many people get. And then when it comes to the phone, you had said it so beautifully at the beginning, Adam, you were like, well, you, Tracy, might want to have called them, but the customer didn't necessarily have time to take a phone call. Mm. Get it, receiving their phone number and their email, that gives you an opportunity for finding out from even the customer, how do you want to be communicated with? Yep. Do you want a Zoom call like this? Do you want a phone call? Do you want a text message or do you want an email? And when you meet people where they're at, things will flourish. But I do honestly say, get a Zoom link, get their email and get yep. their phone number and then find out how they want to communicate. And you can start just from there and then build as you want to build. Cool. Have you heard of uh, some, a service I've started using recently? It's called Bonjuro. Have you heard of that? No, I have not. Oh, it's so cool. So it's, it's, uh, <laughs> we're going off. Oh, we're geeking out here. Um, <laughs> so Bonjuro is, is this service you subscribe to online. And what it does is you, you can add it into your kind of uh, email system. So it can set off a trigger. So it's an app you have on your phone. And basically, if, if one of your clients does something, either makes a booking or even just registers on your uh, email list, it sends you a little message to your phone saying, hey, so-and-so has taken this action. And you can record like a little 60-second personalized video by like pressing one button on your phone and just kind of talking into your phone and saying hello to them by name. So it's not kind of something you've recorded before and you just send to them. It's actually a message to them. And then you let go. And it just sends it straight to them via email. So you don't have to do anything. You don't have to record it and upload it and edit it and put it in an email. It's just done for you. 
But I mean, how cool is that? Wow. If someone someone drops in a, a brand new client, you know, makes a booking with you, you get an alert on your phone, you just wherever you are, and I've just I've literally done this dropping the kids off at school. I dropped the kids off, got my phone out, gone, hey, just seen that you've done this. Thanks very much. If you've got any questions, here's how you get in contact with me. Have a great day. How much that more personal than- Yeah. So it's just, I'm sure it's bonjuro.com or something like that. Just Google bonjuro, but it's oh, I'm absolutely it out. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's, my, that's my top so, those, And I love how you said just dropping the kids off at school because that's what we need to realize is the ease. When I first realized that this was going to work, quote unquote, for me, um, technology, beyond the customers and building the new space, another defining moment was my husband, my daughter, and I were in Rome on vacation. And it was right after um, Palm Sunday service at the Vatican. And I'm not Catholic, but of course, we're tourists. So we wanted to be there and see it. I'm sitting at a street side cafe in Rome, scheduling appointments and arranging a photo shoot for my business, my team in pretty convenient app over overseas in Illinois. And that's when I was like, okay, this is what technology can do for us. Technology can really allow us to have the lives we want instead of being strapped to the business because we feel we have to. Yeah, absolutely. And and that connection as well. So not only uh, an app like that can connect you with your customer even more, but that everydayness of your life as a connection, like I have this set here. I think it's familiar to people on my channels and stuff like that, but suddenly to see me out of here in the garden, dropping the kids off from school on the way to the shops, getting my head on all those kind of things. Now we can, uh, all those kind of things. It's just like a glimpse into your life. And it suddenly is so much more interesting to someone than a, a stayed email of going, dear Adam, thank you for subscribing to my email. And you're just like, Oh, so, yes. so last decade. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I love, I could completely geek out. There's so many different formats and, th- and um, avenues in technology. And I love the fact that they just become more and more innovative hmm. and with ease. And if there's anything I can say to anybody in the beauty industry, if you've ever stood in your salon behind a chair with a client and said, oh, I wish somebody could do this for me. Or if you listen to your consumer and listen to the things that they're saying, they're going to tell you and you're going to, everybody has a million dollar idea. Everybody has a genius idea. It's just a matter or not um, if we share it with the world and then move and then try to figure out a way to implement it into everybody's life. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know about you. I get my, I get my best ideas when I'm nowhere near my desk. And I've yes. not got a pen and paper, but it's like you said, we've got a computer in our pockets all the time now. And it takes two seconds to get your phone out and record yourself a message. And, you know, there are such simple apps now built into your phone that you can just go, here's an idea I've had. Okay. Remind me about this on Monday at 10 o'clock when I'm at my desk so I can actually do something yeah. about it. You know, take those 30 seconds at that point, make your own life easier. You know, it's the- well, it, when everything closed back down again, because that's been happening, it roll is rolling around the world. Yeah. And I had launched the um, subscription box and my team was getting paid and all those things. But when things closed back down again, I saw the sadness and the devastation of it. And so I actually spoke to my developer and I said, how can I do this? How can I give back to the community? And she's like, we can just create an affiliate program for beauty professionals straight off. And then if they refer somebody to purchase a box, you can pay them a portion of the profits as a commission off of it. And honestly, in 10 minutes, we were able to create something to help <laughs> the industry. Wow. And that's, but you can imagine 
20, 30 years ago when I started, it would have been who's available for a 8 a.m. meeting <laughs> at the salon before we all come in. Yeah. And we're we'll going to notify take an you by hour. post. <laughs> we have to buy donuts and bagels and bring in the best coffee. It would have taken days and days and days. Yeah. And you can move so quickly and do whatever you want with your business. And it's your business. Yeah. Who's going to tell you no? <laughs> Absolutely. I love this. Tracy, this has been great. It, it's felt like a chat. It's been brilliant. And I always know, and I say this all too often when I have a guest, I know when it's going to be a successful podcast because the time has just flown by and it's it's felt like just a chat with a good friend. Uh, so thank you. when you do make it to London, we're having a coffee. So, Absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> thank you so much for your time here today. Now, if people want to find out more about you, follow you, check out um, uh, your apps and the Pretty Convenient world, um, yes. where's the best place for them to follow you? Um, well, Instagram is where I tend to live. So cool. um, my first and last name, Tracy Fatacek. And then also, um, if anybody wants to email me, Tracy at prettyconvenient.net. And then my website, prettysetgo.com or Pretty Convenient app in the Apple or Android store. Amazing. We'll put all those links on the show notes pages so people can just go and click on them or in the podcast description, which is on your phone. If you're listening to the Android phone, you just press the little three dots, it's all in there. Clickable links. So easy awesome. nowadays. Thank you Tracy. so much. This has been amazing. I do say I agree with you. I feel like we've just, I cannot wait to actually see you in person and act and have time to have an hour to have a conversation. It'll be great. We'll, we'll, I'll bring, I'll bring a list of all my favorite new apps and we'll geek out. That's <laughs> I'm down. Coffee and geeking. There we go. Brilliant. Tracy, it's been a pleasure. Have a fabulous rest of your day and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. Thank you so much, Adam. Talk soon. Now there's a geek business kindred spirit of mine, if ever I met one. Now, Tracy and I actually carried on chatting for about half an hour after we recorded that podcast, like old friends, even though we've never actually met. And we decided that if she ever does make it over to London, which I hope she does, then we are definitely meeting up for a But what do you think? Really interesting stories. Hey, I mean, forced to embrace tech originally, but now it's transformed her business. Several businesses, in fact. And like I say, the last year has forced us all to become somewhat more au fait with technology. So I wonder what would happen if we kept that curiosity and we put some deliberate time aside to explore other ways that tech could help our businesses. Yes, I know it'd be a kind of a balance between something useful and, and that's actually going to make a difference in your business and potential shiny object syndrome. But that's kind of the part of the fun of running your own business, right? You get to explore these different things. And as long as as long as you're doing anything kind of on purpose and, and with uh, an end goal in mind, then even if it's some software or some tech or something that you look at and don't end up using, you know, at least you're giving it a try. And, you know, you've got to try a few things to lead to the one thing that's actually going to work. Now, speaking about the fun of running your own business, there's no two ways about it. There's some tasks in your business that are just boring. They're just admin stuff. You've just got to get them done. And they're the tasks that we all do. We all kind of put off and, you know, we'd literally rather do anything else than get those things done. However, quite often those things are actually the things we should be focusing on. Now, as a way to get around this in the membership, in the Beauty Business Secrets membership that we uh, created and uh, launched a few months ago, we've started doing these things called co-working sessions. Now they sound ridiculous when I explain them, and even the people in the membership have kind of kind of pulled a funny face when I've explained what they are. But basically, what we do is we get together 
a bunch of us, anyone who's got a task to do at that time, we get together over Zoom. And what we do is we say what task we're going to do and we work on that together for 45 minutes. All right. We turn our microphones off, but we're there. We're accountable. It's kind of like having someone sort of watching over you and making sure you do the stuff. Now, every single person who's come to one of these co-working sessions and just kind of trusted in me and given them a try have absolutely loved them. And once they've come to one, they come back to all of them because it gets stuff done. And what's more, everyone finds that they actually do more in those co-working sessions than they even plan to do. And the great thing is it gets those, it gets those tasks that we kind of are putting off. It just gets them done and out of the way. And then you can go on and have a great rest of the day afterwards. And we have a bit of fun doing it well, and we help each other out and, you know, offer our opinions and help, help you get stuff done a little bit more easily and having a little bit more fun. Now, the reason I'm telling you about this is if this is something that you kind of think I need that, I need that kind of co-working session to get the stuff that I keep putting off in my business done, done. I want you to come and try them out. I want you to come and experience one just to see the magic that happens within them, because it really is one of those things that you've got to experience to, to really get the most out of. And the great news is you can, because right now we're letting you come and join the Beauty Business Secrets membership for just one pound. We want as many people as we can to come and see everything that we do in here and experience it and just find out the slightly wacky stuff that we do, but it gets stuff done in your business, which is really what we're trying to do at the end of the day. Move you forwards, keep you motivated and getting the work done so that you can reap the rewards. So right now you can join for a pound. All you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash test drive or one word test drive. Um, and all the information you need there, you can sign up one pound, you can join for 10 days, you get to experience everything. Nothing is locked out from you. You can come to the co-working sessions and the co coaching sessions, the full library, all of the courses, everything. Decide whether it's for you and then you can sign up as a full member if you want to. That'd be cool. I'd love to see you there. I'd love to help you get this stuff done. Now, that's all from me for this week. I truly hope you have an incredible week ahead of you. So until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing, or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten, and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 